Jeff from Lizzie McGuire, and you're watching Disney Channel. And gentlemen, live from the Union Fitness Studios, it is Thoughts from the Movies. Union Fitness is located on the North Shore of Pittsburgh. Union Fitness is more than a traditional gym. It's a place where you can transform yourself inside and out with a variety of classes based around fitness, yoga, strength, and performance training. At Union Fitness, they believe that it is their duty to hold themselves and their clients to a higher standard. They practice what they preach and uphold the values that make Union Fitness the community that it is. So go to unionfitness.com today and sign up for a consultation through Union. There is Strength Cadet Justin. Will you join the drill team with me? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> I was like, how does she... I can't remember. She what the, gets assigned yeah. to the drill team, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that was my that was my becomes part of the the drill team. We're turning it into Kid Kelly salute. Because today's topic on thoughts from the movies is Disney Channel original movies. The acronym that I found out last night is DCOM. DCOM. DCOMs. Yes. Pretty great. I love in that Hillary Duff open that uh, you know when she's doing the wand thing. Yeah. Or whatever. A. I just I love seeing that. But mm -hmm. B. I love the uh, subtitles. <laughs> whatever that was, yeah. Italian or Spanish. Yeah. I didn't see. Well, you know, it just makes it that much better. Yeah. Um, as you can <laughs> see, the topic rotating thing is blank tonight. Because do we need to rotate through topics? Absolutely fucking not. We're gonna throw a movie on screen. We're gonna chat about it. We're gonna relive it. With all of you today, because this is the king of Friday nights. This is the thing that was appointment television for your family. This is everything that we ever wanted as kids. Movies with people that look just like us in it, living these extraordinary lives. Um, and it's, it's just, I'm getting a little teary-eyed thinking about it. Yeah, and so was, you know, going through the list of all the movies, first of all, I didn't realize how many freaking Disney Channel movies there were, because mm -hmm. there's oh, well over 100, and yes. um, so most of them I, were f I was familiar with and had heard of, so I don't know in the last, like, 10 or 15 years if they've just stopped or if they're, like, not really that cool or a thing anymore, but, like, all of the ones on the list seemed like they were from our era and generation of like late well, 90s early 2000s yeah so i definitely left off a number of ones that are in the newer generation but um tori who's working the front desk today at union fitness located on the north shore of pits and no, i'm not gonna do it again but um <laughs> union fitness uh tori was i walked out there to throw away some garbage and i came back and, and i said tori favorite disney channel original movie go and she's 24 and she looked at me and she goes i can honestly not think of one and I was like, well, what about 
Brink or Cadet Kelly. And she's like, I don't know any of those. And I was like, what about Camp Rock or High School Musical? She goes, oh, yeah, those were cool. <laughs> That's it? Oh, boy. That's so, yeah, that's so different. And it's like, you know, she's only a few years younger than us, right? But, but I if have you ask a, anyone that's a slightly bit older, like, they'll rattle off five of them. I have a theory for you. Okay. So, as I was re-watching these movies mm-hmm. in preparation for tonight, yes. I watched all of my old favorites, right? I watched Brink. I watched Smart House, Cadet Kelly, uh, Luck of the Irish. But then I also tried to watch some of the newer ones. I watched Camp Camp Rock. I watched High School Musical. I think there's two major things that happened. One, I believe that you have to be of a certain age to truly appreciate the Disney Channel original movies. Because as we were watching Brink, my wife and I, I just remember turning to her like seven times in the movie. I was like, Brink is so cool. <laughs> like I said that as a 30-year-old yeah. man, I was like, Brink's really cool. Are you talking about the movie or the person Brink? Like Eric Von Denton. You're like, Eric Von Denton. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. that guy. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And I think that it was a time where you watched these movies and you saw yourself in these characters because they were the same exact age as you, which is brilliant. And it's something that we don't necessarily get today and Disney got away from later. Um, it, it's like when you're watching Brink, right? He's a, he's a senior in high school and the kid is a senior in high school. I mean, that's how old he is when you're watching smart house. You're like, Oh, I'm 12 and I like computers. I get smart house, right? There's, there's such a uh, a close resemblance to the way they look, the way they dress, the way they sound, and you're just like, oh, yeah, that's me. So I think that's key number one. Key number two, these movies were so cheesy that you forgave all of the bad special effects, writing, all that kind of stuff. It was so campy it was perfect, whereas – the new school ones, the high school musicals, the camp rocks. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the actors are so good that it sucks. Like it, it really, it sucks. Are they really? They're actually good? like <laughs> fairly good actors in it. Whereas like Brink, I'm pretty sure is reading his like, okay. So if like, I'm talking to you, right. And the camera's here, right. Mm-hmm. Brink's like reading a line <laughs> and then coming back to yeah, the, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, I think that – but if you didn't experience this this little bubble of Disney Channel original movies at the proper age, I don't know how much they would affect you. Well, and it's also interesting because you – as soon as we came in tonight and started talking about it, you mentioned Luck of the Irish, which is one of the more iconic yes. ones. And you're immediately like, man, does that movie not hold up it at all? It does not. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is, you know, something we'll talk about later when we go through our rundown of all these things. But yeah. that, I think that proves your point of, you know, these movies, if you watch them today, a lot of them are iffy. Right. But, but it's it's funny you said how they are kids that were our own age in sort of situations that we could relate to right. or, or connect to. Because that's such a time-honored tradition of Hollywood is you have movies where people are clearly – much older than what they're supposed to be portraying. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, all the young adult movies that come out, whether it's Hunger Games or Harry Potter and stuff, it's largely, if even if they don't start that way, they get to a point where people are just too much older than their characters. But Disney Channel had all this this stock of this, this 
just a stockpile of stars. I yes. mean, realistically, stars. I don't know. It's they're. <laughs> it's funny because they are definitely Disney Channel stars, and I don't. You know, not too many of them like became stars later, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But for what they were on Disney Channel in these movies, yeah, they had this great crop of just yep. young, talented, like. Just people that fit everything they needed to fit, whether it was the goofy kid or the sporty kid or the asshole or the whatever. Like, they just had the right people for it. That one girl was the bratty sister in, like, three fucking movies. <laughs> she's in Smart House. She's in Luck of the Irish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. Brink. Yeah, that's right? right. Is she in Luck of the Irish? No, she's in Brink, Smart House, and one other one. Um, I think, though, like, that's part of the problem with School of Rock and Camp Rock is that these kids are clearly older than they're saying i mean um it's just really like you feel icky watching it a little bit um whereas like if you watch a show like riverdale right which is you know this teen drama that's very popular on the cw right now and all the all of them really on the cw um you're like oh this is kind of weird they're like in high school and she's like in her bra but like you know that the actress is like 25 so you're like okay this isn't as weird and the difference in like the high school musical and stuff is like these kids are very like you can see that zach efron is shaving and he's supposed to be playing like a high school sophomore you know what i mean like they physically do not fit the description that they're supposed to be playing but if you watch cadet kelly you believe that uh i, I almost want to call it lizzie mcguire um <laughs> hillary duff is that age because she was Shia LaBeouf was the age that he was supposed to be mm -hmm. Ren um who's uh Christy Carlson thank Ronald. you I can't yeah. ever spit that whole thing out it's a lot yeah yeah but they they're they are those ages or at least a year or two apart from them mm -hmm. and so when you're you're watching them on screen you're like oh yeah they look like my friends they look like the girl at my school like and the way they nailed the that they dressed like that was part of the best part of this like watching the looking at the jenko jeans and in, in brink or right. yeah i mean like that was part of the best part of it when remember when um the big horizontal stripe polo oh yeah was a, a big thing oh, that yeah. was like oh yeah and luck of the of irish i was like yeah i had that remember, and yeah, he has like the... the tips in the ramp yeah. haircut i'm like fuck yeah, yeah just the real baggy clothes all over the place like i i remember specifically in second grade asking my mother for two things because they were popular at the time in North Allegheny in second grade and all the cool kids were wearing them. They were wearing boxers instead of tidy whities Yeah. So I asked my mom if I could get boxers. Oh, yeah. And I asked her if I could get baggy jeans. Yep. And she said no to both. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but those are what I asked her. I specifically yeah. like baggy jeans, man, baggy clothes. A uh, good friend of the program and you, uh, Corey Noto, mm -hmm. had all of it. He had all of it. Yep. That's uh, why he was so much cooler than I was. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, but on to your point real quick, I want to add what's so great about this, the people that Disney Channel had in their movies is it was almost like homegrown, right? It's like they had their yes. own farm system. Yes. Because they, they, they did. They had them in the TV shows, and they grew up in these different shows, and then they put them in these different movies. It was like in sports, it was like a development program. Yep. It's like you go up through the system in the shows and then you get you know jet jackson's show becomes jet jackson's movie and everything so it's like it's not like they just plucked randos out of nowhere nope. and got lucky with yep. great casts in these movies it's like they actually this is homegrown talent right but that's why i cadet kelly is one of my favorites because it's lizzie mcguire and ren 
that's that's who it is. Yep. You're like, yep, okay, cool. And even the the guy who's like the heartthrob in that movie is the heartthrob in Lizzie McGuire. It's the same kid. So like it's it's this I mean not Gordo, obviously. Holding it down, Gordo. You the man. <laughs> um but like yeah, they didn't they didn't they didn't skip. And then what was crazy to me watching Camp Rock and High School Musical, like Ashley Tisdale's like fourth booked on that on High School Musical. Like mm-hmm. Vanessa Hutchison, Zach Efron, I mean like uh the Jonas brothers, Demi Lovato, like they were just as stacked in the mid 2000s as they were in the early 2000s and maybe even more so because all those went on to have legitimate outside careers selena gomez is of the world um but yeah that new group is interesting because they all went on to have big careers it seems like in music right like most of them yeah yeah more so Demi, than actual acting yeah just zach i think was was the big the big trance over mean, Vanessa but hudgens has done a bunch of stuff but yeah. nothing like that she's been amazing in and like Ashley Tisdale and stuff, you know, yeah. Selena Gomez acts a yeah. little bit here and there, but for the most part, I feel like, you know, Demi Lovato and Selena and they, like they, that high school right. musical was like a springboard for their music careers. Not True. Their acting. Well, and I mean, you really do see the transition in the content of these movies too. Like Cheetah Girls is the first one where it's like all about music. And then it's all about music after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was probably them playing to the strengths of what they had in the roster. They had some decent actors with good voices, and they were like, okay, everything's a musical. Everything's a fucking musical. Mm-hmm. And I think that's partially what detaches me from those is that there's a song and dance routine in all of them. And not that there weren't song and dance routines in the earlier ones because there's a lot of really weird dance routines that look like boy band shit. Big Alley Cat Strike guy. Thanks, Nick. Um, DJ. Big Alley Cat Strike, the Don himself. We were talking about Alley Cat Strike. Yeah, the bowling one. Such a classic. It is a good one. <laughs> um, actually, I don't even remember it. Yeah. Um, That's the one with Kaylee Cuoco from uh, Big Bang Theory. As in her, mm, I don't think it's her debut, but she's really okay. But okay. yeah, it's but it's another of like the hundred on the yes. list where you're, yes. you're going down and you're like, oh man, yeah. Alley Cat Strike. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, so yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember my point. Uh, you were talking about uh, you know music and the newer Disney. Channel. Oh yeah, it just it was really interesting how like you saw that that crop that comes out of there, but then even still, like Miley Cyrus is not in a Disney Channel original movie. Hannah, Hannah Montana Montana's? was a theatrical release. Was it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how big that was. Like. Yeah. She was the one holding up the umbrella for everybody else underneath that kind of blossomed in that era. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, let's just start ripping through these fucking things because there's so many good sure. ones. Well, did we, You want to do the actors first or is that for later? I don't care. You want to do actors now? Yeah, before we all get right. into ripping through all of them because this is interesting. You know, as we're talking about all the people that were in the Disney Channel universe, right, there are a handful of A-listers to have come out of it. And we did a whole show on one of them. Uh, the enigmatic and incredibly uh, charismatic uh, and eccentric Shia LaBeouf. Yes. One of our favorites. Uh, so he's off this list right now. He is so off this list. Yeah, because you know, we already did a whole show on right. him. But, yeah, so we, we just pulled a couple of the more famous ones uh, who came out Actually, of Disney Channel. Actually, you know Channel. what? I'm going to put them up here. Are you throwing them up just for he just for props? fucking deserves it. Look at yeah. that human. 
Yeah, that look is saying, if you don't put me in the Disney Channel show, <laughs> I'm coming to your house. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Okay, so always respect the Shia. So yes. a couple other people who came out of this universe, right? First, we have America Ferreira uh, on the far right here. This is, uh, what is this, Gotta Kick It Up? Yeah. Yeah, Gotta Kick It Up, the cheerleader meter cheerleader movie uh i remember that being a real big thing and she obviously went on to star in um oh, what was this what was the big tv show she went on to on she say oh i don't know dude i can't remember ncis mm, it was one of those usa shows uh that she had a very lead leading role on but um yeah so america ferrera oh boy look at this oh yeah, i was no. just googling I thought you were going to play that Demi Lovato spot there. No. <laughs> ugly Betty. Ugly Betty. That's ugly what it is. Yeah, Betty. I never watched yeah, it, but yeah, that Betty. was a long-running show. So America Ferreira, number one. Uh, number two, we have the love of my life, the only reason I joined Instagram and who will be mine someday. Oh, okay. That's creepy. Yes. Well, it's true. But so it could also be the plot of a Disney Channel original movie. You are going to be laughing <laughs> at my wedding yes, while giving our vows. You're going to tell this story at my wedding. Great. To Miss Brie Larson on the left here in motocrossed. I have no idea who that is. That's not motocrossed. Right. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Whatever. The other racing one. Um, shit. This is why we should have done it the other way. Hang on. I have to look at this stupid list. Are we back? Are we back? Uh, we might be back. Brie Larson broke the program. Hey. Her beauty and her, my love for yes, her. Yes, okay. Destroyed Whew. the program. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Problems. Um. Okay. Back to the list. We were at. Yes. I think Brian Cranston was the next one. Yes, that sounds right. Boom. AKA, yeah, Hal from Malcolm in the Middle and Breaking Bad. Uh, Walter Heisenberg. White. Yes, Walter White. In Twas the Night, he played Evil Santa. Oh, uh, or uh, he took over for Santa. Look how young he is. He's got the beard. He's got the goatee, the red hair and everything. So Brian Cranston, uh, star of many a TV show. Another early start in children's television, besides Malcolm in, in the Middle, was on uh, Twas the Night here. Christmas movie. We also have Emmy Rossum of Shameless Fame and uh, Phantom of the Opera and a bunch of other movies that she's been in, Day After Tomorrow and such. But she is here in Genius which is one of my personal favorite movies of uh, the Disney Channel lexicon as a young teenager. She was always so talented, even even at this age, even as a teenager, like a young, young teenager. Um, another A-lister that got her start. And, of course, Hilary Duff. My favorite. Who has kind of quieted of late. I don't feel like she's been doing too much lately. But everyone knows who she is and the career that she's had. Cadet Kelly, Lizzie McGuire movie, all those, all those good things. A little bit of a music career. Uh, the aforementioned Kaylee Cuoco, 
in Alley Cat Strike here, and she is in the Big Bang Theory now, or was. I guess that show's done. Is that show done now? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is her as a teenager in the bowling movie with uh, the awesome shirts that I really need to get one of those. Alley okay. Cat Strike. And then finally, we have Kristen Stewart of Twilight fame and nothing else. <laughs> no, actually, she's done some good indie movies. But here as an uncredited extra in The 13th Year, the movie about the guy who turns into a mermaid when he turns 13. Also, the dad in Cadet Kelly is Ricky Bobby's dad. Well, Just need to put that out there. Love that. That needs to be into the universe. <laughs> love that. Because that's awesome. Yes. Also, um, do you know what other movie mm-hmm. that is a dear favorite of ours both mm-hmm. that – the kid who plays Brink stars in. Eric Von Denton? Yes. Uh, the only other movie I can think that he was in was The Princess Diaries. No. And I don't think that's a no. favorite of both of ours. But I'll give you a hint. Breaking toys. I'm breaking toys. Think about it. Uh, think about it. Toy Story? Think about it. Think about like it. Sid from Toy Story? Yes! He's Sid from Toy Story. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No way. Yes, he is. First of all, Toy Story came out before Brink. Oh. That was like two years okay. before. Well, it was like two or three years before Brink. He's he's Sid in Toy Story. He um, plays the voice of Sid? Yep. No way. I'm looking it up right now to prove you wrong. Eric Von Denton was like the hottest wait. of all. Like the hottest Sid, Eric Von Denton. Wow. You know what? I'm going to show everybody Good because call. I feel like I need to... Uh, Man, the whole thing really did just bite the dust. There we go. There's Eric Von Detten as the voice of Sid. Sid. That's crazy. Yeah, he. But I mean, he was like the hottest you could get as a teen, like you know, teen actor. He was Zac Efron before Zac Efron. Right. And everyone wanted him and everything. Right. Um, That's crazy that he was Sid. Yes. Okay. Well, so those are some of the celebrities who came out of Disney Channel. Yes. And now we're going to talk about some of the movies themselves. We have a whole big list of yes, some do. of the um, some of the best and some of the lesser known best. Uh, do you know? Yeah, go ahead. The first ever Disney Channel original movie. Uh, is it Under Wraps? It is not. <laughs> Under Wraps is the first American released Disney Channel original movie, but the first credited Disney gre- credited Disney Channel original movie is actually called Northern Lights, and it is a Canadian based movie. Oh boy! Yes. Um, it is $100 if you want to buy one of the VHSs of it. You cannot see it or purchase it anywhere else. $100? $100 for, for a VHS? VHS. Yeah. I think you mean $1. Nope. I think it was $1.00. $100, uh, 79 euros if you're uh, on that side of the pond. Um, but yeah. Never so heard of Northern Lights, I don't think. That's the that's the first one, quote unquote. But this is the first one that we would have had a, an opportunity to see. Um, Under Wraps is a story about some kids that accidentally release a mummy uh, while they're at a school trip to the museum. Mummy comes home with them, very hairy in the Hendersons, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, like it's it's cute and fun and not scary. It's like the the mummy from 2000, but the nice version. Right? It's exactly like that movie. Brendan Fraser is in this one, I think. So it's exactly the same. Uh, the kids' version. Do you just think every movie <laughs> based in Egypt... Well, I guess I set that precedent yesterday or last week when we were talking about Gods of Egypt. And you're like, it's kind of like The Mummy. And I'm like, so Brendan Fraser's in it. Right. I just want Brendan Fraser to be in every That's movie. That's true. But this was this was actually a pretty fun and charming uh, movie. And I do remember seeing it the first weekend that it came out. I'm like, what is this? M- it's a movie? Okay. 
Hey, O'Connell, it looks like we have all the horses. Hey, Benny, looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. Great line. So good. So good. All right, so Under Wraps uh, is the first uh, credited uh, Disney Channel original movie released in the United States. One of my personal favorites, Double Teamed. Double Teamed. It's funny because in the list that I was reading on, you know, Vulture or whatever it was of all of the Disney Channel movies, I think the headline for this, or the first sentence was, yes, they really named a Disney Channel movie Double Teamed. Yes. Like, they got away with yes. that. Like, yes, they what, did. What was the marketing team thinking? Here are these two teenage girls, Double Teamed. Like, was probably caused a lot of confusion back in the day. A great name, <laughs> but a one of the many ba basketball movies uh -huh. through Disney Channel. It's literally like they sat around a table, and this is Anastasia's bit, so I'm just stealing it. Okay. Um, it's like they sat around the table, and they're like, all right, we need 10 new Disney Channel original movies. Go. Someone's like, all right, twin sisters play basketball. Okay, great. Oh, I, got a, I got an idea. Okay, Steve, what's your idea? What about an Irish kid that plays basketball? Okay, Steve, you got it. Irish kid plays basketball. Uh-huh, sure. Uh, next one, uh, what if the same kid is in a different movie where he likes basketball, but his house is smart? Okay, yes. Anything with basketball is being greenlit by Disney Channel original films. Yeah. Go for it. High school musical, basketball. Um, basketball in high school. Yeah, that's what it's all there's about. There's so many of them. I, but it's so, what I love about the Disney Channel movies is that, like, any idea goes, right? Yes. It's like, uh, it's his 13th birthday and he turns into a mermaid. Go with it. Yes. Like, it's just, it's it like, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Okay, so he's he's actually from California. He has to move to Colorado. He's a surfer, learns to snowboard. Okay, cool. What other <laughs> extreme sports are kind of like the bastards of skateboarding? Uh, how about um, we got – it's kind of like Mighty Ducks but with rollerbladers. Okay, great. Yeah, go with that. That's great. Mighty Ducks is very big right now. I think every sport is covered. I mean, I'm not not only the main ones, but, like, all the other – we have Soapbox Derby, for crying out loud, coming up later. Like, every sport, I think, is, is in there in at least some fashion. Um, yeah, hockey isn't. Hockey's in there with genius, yeah. Oh, hockey is in there with genius. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Oh, I'm going to come up with something. Because everything's <laughs> there's horse so... horse racing. There's motocross. Everything is so basketball heavy. I just think that that's all I can yeah. think about. All right. Double team. With, when you were watching double team, did yes. you feel... Were you like, why do these girls look so old? Did you think that at all? Did you buy that they were in high school? Maybe it's because they were so tall. But I always felt like they looked... When they were in like the WNBA at the end, I'm like, okay, now that's that makes sense. Um, they look kind of old for high school. This is one of the few instances where I I felt like the cast was older than what they were being. I did not in. get to rewatch this one, okay. so I don't have it off the top of my head. I don't remember as a kid being like, those are adults. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, no. Okay. So, all right. Uh, get a clue. Yes, the uh, Lindsay Lohan spy movie uh with brenda song in yet another supporting role yeah so this is the uh original uh song from get a clue the theme song yes the theme song and Lindsay lohan was not on the a-list celebrities that got her started in the disney channel but probably could have should have would have been um no, yeah, she was. Yeah, so. she was big before Disney Channel. But true, there, there are some Disney Channel song or movies that had iconic music to go with it, right? And this was absolutely probably 
number one. Like, I can't think about this movie without thinking about this song. You know, like, they're investigating their teacher's disappearance, and they get all the spy gear and, and go full on, you know, into investigating. And uh, Brenda Song, of course, is the best friend, as she is in every single Disney movie. The unsung hero <laughs> of the Disney Channel universe. Brenda Song, if you're watching, I hear you. I respect you. You there are you awesome. Go. There you go. Uh, this one that I just recently watched, Camp Rock. Another musical one? Demi Lovato, Jonas Brothers. Uh, Joe Jonas, Demi Lovato. Uh, Demi Lovato is the classic uh, hiding her real identity that she's actually the daughter of the cook at the camp and, you know, lies to be cool, yada, yada, yada. Joe Jonas hears her singing, super inspired, blah, 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 blah. Wait, the daughter of the cook is the loser? Is the loser. That's who I would want to be friends with, number one. Well, I'd be like, late Justin, night snacks, ham and cheese, like, help me out here, sneaking me ice cream, all kinds of, like, that's who I would go for first. Justin, you and I followed a rule in high school is that there's two people to be really good friends with, the janitors and the lunch ladies. Um, because if you forget something at the high school, like, I don't know, your hockey jersey and it's game night uh, and you need to get into the high school, it's really nice to be good friends with the head janitor's daughter um also if maybe the lunch lady's kid plays on the hockey team and you're really nice to him maybe she sneaks extra chicken nuggets underneath your mashed potatoes i wouldn't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah and also the lunch lady i mean i remember any meal that we had french fries it was such a diverse group of undercooked and overcooked. You had to, if you got the right lunch lady and you were in with her, she would actually manage to give you some of the edible ones. Right. And a, like extra chicken fries on chicken fries day. So, yeah, they Anastasia would help you out. Anastasia brings up the Brenda song is dating Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, for a long time now. I don't know if they have a kid or if they're pregnant, but they, yeah, they've been in a relationship for quite a while. So Very cool. I don't know if that's a reason to uh, like her. Or wrestling not, zone, Macaulay yeah. Culkin. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, Camp Rock, um, <laughs> chicken fries and a dinner roll all day, every day, best high school lunch. Chicken fries was up there. Not wrong. Chicken fries was not up there wrong. with chicken fajitas, and uh, I was not a 747 guy for all I the Butler was. fans. I, I wasn't was. into the 747. T- see, the difference is that you take the you take the bag of chips, you yeah, open yeah, it, yeah. you crumple it, right, and then right. you pour it on the – yeah. Um. What the fuck? Okay, I'm yeah. I'm so distracted by this Jonas dude's haircut in this poster. Dude, it is brutal. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my. Yeah, uh, this this movie too. I think unfortunately, I know the background of this movie and the abuse between Joe and Demi's re- toxic relationship and how he was uh, verbally and physically abusive towards her. So like, really? Oh yeah. So yeah. the whole time it's, it's kind of creepy watching it. Like as they're like in love in the movie, um, it's pretty, pretty Who rough. Who is his character in this movie? So he is the, like the cool kid at camp. No, he's the bad boy musician who has to do community service. Oh, was he smoking too much reefer? Uh, no, nah, <laughs> he like broke something on tour or something. I don't remember. Um, but, uh, so, like, very realistic. Like, Demi Lovato is very much like a poor girl that tried out for Disney Channel, got in on her voice, mm-hmm. and Joe Jonas being the lead of the biggest boy band since NSYNC. Um, you know, it was very a little too close to reality, I think, in a lot of ways, too. Did Nickelodeon ever do, like, a version of this? Because when I look at this poster, I see, like, I see, like, a Drake Bell and a Hannah Montana knockoff. So, uh, you're not wrong. 
Um, but Victorious was kind of like their singing, performing kind of thing where they were at a, uh, a, 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 a music school and they all did things famously starring Ariana Grande. Well, not starring. She was actually one of the lesser characters. Victoria Justice was the lead in that one. But, gotcha. um, but yeah, so, uh, Camp Rock was mildly disappointing. Okay. Is this on the bottom end of uh, the musical, the Disney Channel musical movies? It's actually the one that kind of kicks it off. Che- if Cheetah Girls is the first toe in the water, this is the first full-blown, like, this is a musical movie. Okay. One of your favorites. Genius. I do love Genius, and this is, like, under underwhelming for a lot of people, and it's lowly ranked on a lot of lists. But, uh, oh, I love this intro. It's just to see the intro makes me so happy. Uh, yeah, but it's about this kid uh, who is a boy genius. And he goes to be a TA at a college uh, and work on science stuff. And then he falls in love with Emmy Rossum. And he turns into Chaz, like his alternate persona as the super cool kid. Uh, And then, you know, kind of pretends to be this guy instead of the nerd that he really is. Um, There's a lot of hockey in it. There, uh, this kid was in like four different things at the same time. Like he was, I can't remember the actor's name. He was in Jurassic Park three. He was the kid that they went to rescue on the island in that one. But um, yeah, and and just being about hockey and with you know a young Emmy Rossum who was fantastic in the movie even at like 14 years old. Um, yeah, I'm surprised more. P- you have not seen Genius, right? No. Yeah, and I'm um, surprised a lot of people don't seem one. to really. Yeah, it's not as, as high on people's radars as I wish it was. But, uh, yeah, very charming, uh, nice little movie. I really liked it. What? Yeah, what is his name? I'm trying to find it. Starring Trevor Morgan. There you go. That's Trevor Morgan. Charlie Boyle, a.k.a. Jazz Anthony. Man, they really yeah, like the last name Boyle, too. Look, at, I mean, he was in The Patriot as one of Mel Gibson's sons. He was in The Sixth Sense. Yeah, he had so a he nice had, little yeah, career. A, it, at that age, he was doing a ton yeah. of stuff. And, uh, yeah, so Genius is, is one of my favorites for sure. Next one. This one's classic. Halloween Town. Yeah, appropriate for the time of year. It is. Um, This is awesome where, like, uh, the main character is a witch, and, you know, her grandmother, like, helps cultivate her being a witch, sends her to, like, the special school or whatever, her mom, also a witch, totally against it. Like, it's – this is classic Disney Channel original trope. However, the original Halloween Town, not as good as Halloween Town 2. Oh. Calabar's Revenge. Calabar, you old bastard. This is the one where, like, they're <laughs> having the dance. Uh-huh. And they have to get, like, they have to beat Calabar before the dancer. Everybody won't turn back into their normal selves. They're all, like, ghouls and goblins and stuff. Right, right. Um – this is the better of the two of them. Um, yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah. Debbie Reynolds is so good in this movie as uh, as the grandmother. Yes. The witch. Yes. Yes. Um, super awesome. But uh, both Halloween towns, I think, if you were to ask any millennial, hey, what are your favorite Disney D- – what is it? Decom. Decom. <laughs> What's your favorite Decom? Halloween Town is probably in that conversation. Um, unfortunately, Halloween Town 2 is much better. Uh, this next one. Whoa. Yeesh. Poster scares me. Poster's terrifying. It but is terrifying. That's a good This one. is the, um, is amalgamation the word I want? Could be. What are you trying to say? Uh, the finale of the Even Stevens series. So Even Stevens came to an end, and then this was, like, the exclamation point to the ending of Even Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and this came up in our Shia LaBeouf show, yeah. right? But and uh, again, this this it's worth mentioning. Christy Carlson Romano, right? Who yep. was in this, and then who was the voice of Kim Possible? Yeah. Who was Cadet Kelly's uh, mentor or slash tormentor? Right. So Captain Stone. Captain Stone. Yeah. Yep. See, keeping it all in the family, just cycling these guys right. around. Um, yeah, they went to they they went to uh, an island. They thought it was a vacation, and they were really on Catalina off the coast of L.A. And uh, I think it was like a reality show, right? Like they were yeah. being secretly filmed yeah. going crazy on the island. That's right. It's like Lord of the Flies. Like yep. Lewis starts to go crazy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's all coming back now. And then yeah, and goes away. Yeah, yeah, they like draw a line in the sand, you know. <laughs> right. Ren and mom, or maybe Ren and dad go this way. Lewis, Beans, and mom go the other way. And yeah, it's uh. Yeah. yeah, it's like Truman Show meets Lord of the Flies right, meets right, right, Shia right, LaBeouf. Right, right. But it is um, <laughs> Christy Carlson Romano and Shia LaBeouf were like my other siblings. So this movie is just super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. Yeah, and it was, like you said, it was the end of the show. They right. did the show and then they did the right. movie, so right. it was a nice kind of finale. Uh, remind me to never wear fucking white. I just blend into the wall. Um, all right, <laughs> next one. Horse sense. Horse sense with the with the Lawrence brothers who we're gonna talk about like eight other times in this list. There was a third one, I think Matthew, who who was not in this movie but in, is in another Disney Channel movie, and who I believe was uh, in Boy Meets World as Eric's room uh, Jack brother Jack Eric's roommate. Oh Jack. my God, was, Jack is yeah, one of the Lawrence Jack brothers. From Boy Meets World, yeah, who dated Rachel the redhead. Well, now yes. I'm getting on this Boy Meets World tangent. But uh, yeah, this so the is Lawrence a movie brothers. podcast. We don't <laughs> talk about Boy Meets World, but yeah. we could. Oh, I could all day. Um, yeah, the Lawrence brothers. One of them seemingly was in everyone, and this was a bit. So Andrew Lawrence was uh, in this movie. His character plays like a ranch hand, and then Joey Lawrence, the older brother, is a city boy, and he goes to uh, stay with the family on the ranch, and he has to like you know adjust to the the ranch life so classic trope yeah i mean you could tell by the poster here i mean two brothers you know making it work from different sides of uh when i first pulled up this poster Mm. i thought this was uncle jesse really yeah (laughs) okay and it's sort of it's kind of kind of disappointing that it's not uncle jesse actually i he was probably too expensive for this and old (laughs) right too old but uh yeah so this was uh, i mean again this is like the Lawrence brothers coming out and, and you know, we're going to talk about them more in this podcast, like we said, but uh, yeah, it, it was okay. They, they had good chemistry on screen. And uh, I liked Andrew better than Joey, who was kind of like a selfish prick from the city, but uh, it was a good one. If you like farms or horses or the ranch life, you'll love it. <laughs> uh, this next one is the newest of all of them in our list. Uh, high school musical. This was, very disappointing. Um, and and I don't mean that it was disappointing because I it had all of the classic Disney Channel tropes like the dumb brother, the shitty bitch lady who hates the unpopular girl who falls in love with the pretty boy who's on the basketball team and the basketball team needs him, but he just wants to sing with the cute girl. And like, I mean, it has it all in it. But when I talk to you about the, the, the acting is too good, I, I'm dead serious. Like, you're like Zac Afron's out here trying to get an Oscar in a Disney Channel original movie, and like, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't work. the The kids are too good looking, or something, and like, they all sing way too well, and like, it's all lip dubbed, and like, it just it's a big nah for me. I wanted to like it. I really wanted to like it. The only other person who in this movie whose name I remember is Corbin Blue. Yes. B L E U, because yeah. he was in a bunch of Disney stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, but I don't know who else was in this because I didn't watch it. But, I mean, a lot of people... I think if you would ask anyone who is in a little the, uh, bit younger the than younger us, millennials, right. if that's 2006 is when this yeah, came like on. that's this would still be, uh, you know, on a lot of people's list for the top. And you know, granted, a lot it's Zac Efron and a bunch of pretty people singing and everything, which is no matter how you slice it, Glee or Hairspray, or whatever, right. it's always uh, a crowd pleaser. Right. But um, this, I mean, yeah, this was this was a big cast of teenage stars between Zach and Vanessa Hudgens and Ashley Tisdale and right. Corbin Blue and, and all that. So, yeah, I can see why people liked it. Yeah. I never saw it myself. And they made – how many did they make? Like five of them? Uh, at least two. At, at least three. two. There's at least three. Is there three? There's at least Could three. Be. Um, all right. Justin. Yes. As much as High School Musical was disappointing – Question? Oh, no. We're back. We're back. We're back. Man, we are having some terrible, terrible technology issues. Ah, Uh, High school musical greater than Camp Rock. Um sure. I didn't see either, so you're kinda like the same to me. I guess I I don't really care either way. Well high school musical definitely has the cast beat. Because if Camp Rock's just yeah, Demi but Lovato, Demi Lovato's my girl. Oh, Doesn't okay. I love Are Demi all Lovato? All the Jonas Brothers in Camp Rock. Yes, all of them. Yes. Okay. Just Joe Glee greater than all. That is correct, Anastasia. Um, Joe Jonas is the main character, but they are like they're all in a band together. Um, but like they kind of like come in and out of the of the movie. I think they're all in the third one, the okay. entire way through, or the, the second third, one. Second Camp yeah, Rock. Yeah, Camp Rock. Okay. The final act. <laughs> okay. All right. So I got paused, but here it is. Johnny oh. Tsunami. Oh, boy. Yeah. If ever there was a classic of the Disney Channel lexicon, ah. this is up there for sure. Top five, maybe top three, probably top three. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Does he – wait, I, I can't remember. Does he live in California? I think he lives in Hawaii. He doesn't live in California. Yeah, right? Hawaii, and then and moves then he goes to, yeah, to Colorado. Utah or Colorado or wherever the hell and yeah. has to learn to surf. Or to snowboard, he knows how to surf. Um, right, but you got the preppy kids, you got the yep. skies at yep. the like uh, academy that he goes to, versus the urchins who are like the snowboarders and the cool kids. And I don't want to say like from the street, but they're like the public school or whatever. Right, right. So and there's the whole thing is the snowboarders versus the skiers. Right, uh, and then he he goes to the skiing academy, right? He yes. goes to Skyline Academy or whatever it's called. But he Wants likes the, the snowboard and joins that crowd. Yeah. So good. Classic. And his grandfather's like, hey, Bono, what's up? Come live in Hawaii with me or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't, Wasn't he, he in the in Rocket Power? I mean, like, his character is basically auto-rocket. It's basically auto-rocket. <laughs> Without the glasses. But auto-rocket's kind of like an asshole. Yeah. Like, if, if he was a character in Rocket Power, he would be Twister. No, because Twister's an idiot. He wasn't that stupid. That's true. He's yeah. not dumb. But, uh, I mean, it's Maybe pretty ready, similar. Maybe. We're talking, you know, I extreme know. sports. But, uh, yeah, this movie is just a ton of fun. Um, and it had some fun characters, too. Unless, I don't know, maybe Johnny Tsunami was the voice of one of them? Uh, the voice in Rocket Power? Yeah. It's possible. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think Otto's voice was really smoky, though. Remember? He was, like, real gravelly. Yeah. So I don't know if uh, it's the same. No, but he is in Mortal fucking Kombat. Shang Tsung. That's wow. awesome. That is awesome. Uh, well, I don't know. Ducktales. Hold on, scroll up. Are you looking at the right guy? Yeah, I think so. 
No, this guy was born in 1950. Oh, yeah, I need a Johnny. At, yeah, you're looking at Whoops. there. Yeah, you're looking at his grandfather. There we go. Yeah, Brandon Baker is the guy who played Johnny. He's an Even Stevens punks. Yeah, he wasn't Even Stevens. Yep. Like I said, they kept them all in the same. Doesn't that look like this guy did a lot actually? No. And not in Rocket Skeeter, Power. Not in Rocket Power though. He wasn't the Proud Family though for a few episodes. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next one. Our girl. Cadet Kelly, Hillary Duff, with Christy Carlson Romano. Um, she is the daughter of a famous photographer and art dealer. They are divorced. Uh, Mom meets a new man who's a military man. And uh, she gets shipped off from her New York City life to go live in upstate New York at a military academy. Uh, is forced to join the military academy, which is kind of hilarious because you think, like, the military academy, like, you have to be accepted into, not that, like, you get sent there, but... Um, and uh, Chris Carlson Romano plays Captain Stone, who's the by-the-books overachiever. Um, and uh, all hell breaks loose as Hillary Duff attempts to change the military from the inside out. It's like Legally Blonde, but with the military school. It's yes. like the exact same. Yes, yeah, yes. She's got like all her – she's wearing her pink and like her, her necklaces yeah. and like her jewelry and all this stuff. She's like standing out in the this very strict military academy, you know. But then I th over the course of the movie, like she helps Christy Carlson Romano sort of loosen up a yeah. little bit. As, yeah. You know, like Christy Carlson Romano helps her pass the school and her classes and things like that. While right. She helps her, you know – Dressed down, so to speak, and, and uh, not out. necessarily dressed down. I'm she, literally like how she dresses, but she to, like, she out. helps her. Um, they it hel she helps them place with the drill team. It, they play second yeah. because uh, they do this like routine together. That's you know the classic like they hate each other, but that's what makes them great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big climax, throwing the guns and everything. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, was, I wonder if this was before or after Lizzie McGuire. I can't remember. This probably, was probably I mean, good, dead right, in the, the center of it. Did the Lizzie McGuire movie come out in theaters? Yeah. I believe it did. I'm yeah. pretty Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. Cadet Kelly was 2002. Okay. And Lizzie McGuire movie was... Lizzie McGuire, the show was 01 to 04. So, yeah, like dead center right and the then middle. movie well, would have been, been at the end of 2003. it. 2003. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, at the peak Hillary Duffdom. Yes. In Disney Channel lore. Yes, but yes. Yeah, this one was fun, too. Yep. Loved Hil or, uh, love Hillary Duff, and it's a, period. And if you also have your two big Disney Channel heavyweight actresses, you know, True. going against each other, going going opposite each other in this one which was cool this one i watched last night it does not hold up luck of the irish well i don't know how that can possibly be luck of the Irish. maybe it's because i'm irish and i just like it because of that but it's like it's to me i saw a few clips on youtube and i'm like i still enjoy this very so much. luck of the irish you realize very quickly that they actually don't play basketball so, like, all the clips of the basketball scenes, the very, very important part of the movie is close-up of the ball. <laughs> Actually, here. Close-up of the ball. <laughs> close-up of some feet. <laughs> and then you just see a ball fall through a hoop, and you're like, who even shot that fucking ball? Like, where did that come from? Yeah. Um, you're not watching it for the basketball scenes. Like, I know the climax of the movie is, you know, like that big basketball scene against the leprechauns or whatever, but yeah, where, where are you going? 
Oh. Nice. Yeah. You would be on the Leprechauns team. Cause hey, the Leprechauns are winning for most of it, all right, you asshole. Remember, isn't there a scene where they're, like, doing <laughs> – Remember the scene where they're doing like the Highland yes. Games? <laughs> they're like that throwing was the chariot wheels. That was fun. Yeah. And he Which can't... A is Scotland, first yes. of all. So totally missed on that one. But whatever, you know, it's Celtic Celtic. <laughs> but he can't do any of the strength things. Right. But he, he can do all of the like accuracy things, which is funny. Um yeah, yeah, he like accidentally kicks like two field goals and somehow the, he kicks those the count field for goals things. and he's like they're tossing the right. kettlebells and right, stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's in the kilts. I love it. Um <laughs> You just said it didn't hold up. You said it you doesn't. Didn't like it. it doesn't. Like the concept, like talking about it, it's like Napoleon Dynamite. Where like as you're watching, you're like, "This is shit," and then the next day, you're like, "Tina, come get some help." Like, <laughs> and you're like, "Actually, maybe I did like that movie." It, hold, hold it's on. more fun to talk about than it was to watch. Re- recap briefly the plot. Like he starts turning okay. into a leprechaun. So he's got a things. lucky coin. That's what it is. Yeah, it's okay. the family. It's the O'Reilly's luck. Yeah, right. Yeah. He loses it at a. Um, learn to be Irish festival mm-hmm. because he's getting pressured from the cute girl at school who wants him to do a presentation at culture day right. where you talk about your past. Mom says a pretty great line at the beginning. You don't need culture. You're American. Awesome. <laughs> um, and uh, so basically he loses his luck. He finds out that he's a leprechaun, that his mom's a leprechaun because his mom shrinks down. His mom goes, your grandfather stole the coin because he bumps into his grandfather unknowingly at this festival. Uh, they go find the grandfather, who is the uh, fortunate or is the. Um, he created potato chips. He created <laughs> potato chips. I sliced the spuds tooth in. An emerald uh, lakes uh, potato chip factory. Um, so he goes to visit his grandfather there. His grandfather's like, I didn't steal it. His grandfather starts turning into a leprechaun. So then they go hunt down this evil leprechaun who wants to be king of the leprechauns and has to steal everybody's gold to become king of the le- leprechauns, but like only in America. The American leprechaun. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they... They hunt him down. They try to steal the gold back. The grandfather gets greedy, tries to take all the gold instead of just their luck back. Anyway, he challenges him to games. Uh, They tie in the Celtic games. So he challenges him to a game of basketball for his freedom somehow. Slavery gets involved um, because, you know, Disney Channel. (laughs) And so um, then he plays the state championship game against... Men, <laughs> yeah, who are leprechauns, but who are they like disguised as teenagers? No, they're yeah. just dudes. No, but like, people, no, like the people in the crowd see them as teenagers. Yeah, I guess though... that's never really established. Yeah, um, they do. Okay, <laughs> if you say so. Um, and they happen to beat them, uh, with some help from his best friend, who's actually good at basketball and is not. I'd lose my lucky coin for <laughs> Ryan Meerman. <laughs> Wow. Saw Ryan Marion once at a bar, actually, in L.A. at the Surly Goat. Uh, he was very nice. Oh, that bar yeah. I hated. Did you hate the Surly Yeah, because we couldn't get a drink anywhere. It was too packed. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. yeah I preferred the bird's cage. The bird cage. Yes. Yeah, that's a great um, Anyway, uh, so he defeats him in basketball. He gets his lucky coin back. No longer a leprechaun. End of story. Yeah, and then the king of the leprechauns gets banished to Lake Erie. Right, which is like he friends. says he says if I beat you, you have to stay within the shores of 
of Lake Erie uh, for the rest of your life and and the land of my fathers or whatever. And the guy goes, uh, first off, learn to say your own culture, Irie or whatever the hell he says. Then he's like, my dad's from Cleveland. Yeah. And then he ends up in right, Cleveland. right. Uh, anyway, still great movie. And Ryan right. Merriman, you know, one of the Kings. MVPs yes. of Disney Channel. Yes. No, yes. Unquestioned. And which we'll talk about, you know, another visit right. later. Next one. We talked about this one uh, on the Shia LaBeouf episode, mm-hmm. uh, True Confessions. Uh, this is about a girl who's graduating high school and her senior project is she's making a documentary about her family um, and how they cope with um the mentally retarded younger brother and their relationship and the whole nine yards i remember the promotion for this movie and it was like my entire family sat down and watched this together like my parents thought this would be a good learning experience and like i just remember shia labeouf acting his ass off in this movie yeah it was one of those rare disney channel movies that was actually super serious it was very dramatic in tone and it dealt with very heavy subject matter in uh, mental illness and the retardation of his character. So it was actually, uh, I don't know if it was the first one, but it, this is probably like the deepest of the Disney Channel movies. I think around this time, though, they were starting to match horns with Nickelodeon a lot more, where Nickelodeon was talking about sex and drugs and like violence in like abusive relationships on a lot of their shows. So this was kind of like Disney Channel's response to that without breaking the Disney Channel mold where like no one gets pregnant, nobody does drugs, everybody's great. Wait, nobody's you're abusive. Nickelodeon was talking about sex and drugs yeah. and violence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On like what? Like as told by Ginger, um I don't know what that Keenan is. Keenan and Kel. Like some of like there's there's like a whole one where like Keenan's dad or Kel's dad hits his mom or something like there's like a lot of like serious stuff wrapped inside of some of the Nickelodeon movies and or well um, television shows. And I think that that's kind of what this is trying to match up with. Yeah, but certainly, yeah, it's it's actually and it's not bad. I mean, as as much as Shia LaBeouf's really going for it and is is heavy as it is emotionally. um, It's a great movie. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Uh, Next one. My personal favorite. Brink. Yeah, Brink is the best. Brink is my number one. Is it number one? It's my number one. It's top three. I watched it. Uh, this was the like when we decided to do this. It was like first movie I'm watching is Brink. Mm-hmm. It holds up. Um, yeah, it's, it was the first movie I thought of for some right. reason. It's yeah. I think it's it's just probably the most memorable. Um, you got the Team X Blades guys who are a bunch of douchebags. Oh, but it's so good. Uh, in this role, I gotta look up his name real quick. The guy who played Val. Yeah, look at Val right here. It's like, hey, Val, get up front. He's like, oh, me? Yeah, okay, dude. Well, he'll be up front. <laughs> uh, also, Val wears the classic uh, fitted backwards hat mm-hmm. um, and looks like the lead singer of Puddle of Mud. Sam Horrigan, who never really went on to anything else. Like, he did one or two episodes of a TV show every year for like 20 years and then just like gave up on acting, I think. He stopped in 2016. Because all he was doing was bit parts on TV shows. But he was so good as this villain. I don't know if it's because he looks like evil Ashton Kutcher or what's going on. But he is so good in this movie. I mean, the whole cast is good. But just in terms of, like, you have really great characters in Brink, for sure. Between Eric Von Denton and Sam Horrigan. 
and the members of X-Blades versus Team Puppin' Suds, the good guys. What are you looking up? I'm right trying now? to pull up. I mean, they're, they're the same person. Hang on. Let's pull up for everybody to see what we're looking at. So here's here's the lead singer of Puddle of Mud. <laughs> okay. Here's Sam Horgan. <laughs> it's the same guy. I, dude, I totally see, like, just an evil Kelso. Like, I'm seeing Ashton Kutcher all day on this Especially guy. that picture. That's all day. Oh, that's awesome. All day. He's the best. But such a great rivalry. There's a lot of great racing scenes in this movie about uh, uh, rollerblading. There's some great action scenes between all these guys in uh, – this is what, SoCal, right, I believe? Uh, yeah, the, they're, they're, they're in California. Yeah. 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 So California dreaming. This uh, – I just love this clip. It, and he's like, uh, stay to the outside on the big turn at the bottom of the hill. He's like – you never see the outside on a big turn. Yeah, it's because like, he, he throws the then, gravel, yeah, he in throws the road, gravel in the road. And then Gabriella almost dies when she hits the when she hits the gravel. Right. Like it's a yeah. It's a serious it's a serious scene in this movie. He just plays the asshole so well. Team Puppin Suds. Yeah. Puppin Suds versus X Blades. Probably one of the greatest rabbit like it's like Puppin Suds versus Team X Blades and like the Mighty Ducks versus Iceland. Yeah. That's about it's it. It's on that level. Yeah. Plus again, as let's we go shake that yeah. hand. <laughs> Good work, Captain Duck. <laughs> also, did you know that the Black Ranger from um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is in that movie? He's the kid that gets hurt that Brink joins X Blades team. Oh really? Yeah, I did not know. Yeah, that. Anastasia pointed okay. that out. Um, yeah, Brink is a classic. It's my number one. I I always think of the scene where he throws the milkshake in his face. Too, yeah. After the Gabriella yeah, yeah, thing, because yeah, 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 for a minute yeah. Brink goes on to X Blades because he's so talented. He right. goes on the, the super fancy right. sponsor team, but they're all assholes. And then he, you know, Val almost kills his best friend, and Val's like, "You didn't even have the guts to finish the race." And Brink's like, "Maybe not, but I do have the guts to do this." Whoosh, and then he throws the chocolate shake in his face. Because he d and then that comes back later. Right. When he fake crashes and then pulls Brink down and then they go into the blind turn, he's throwing elbows yeah. and shit. It's great. Those those action scenes are really solid. Actually, they're they're probably some of the better action scenes in Disney Channel original movies. That was such a big problem that took me out of um, Luck of the Irish. Is the basketball scene sucked, whereas Brink the like roller skating scenes are some of the best. Just like in Mighty Ducks, where the hockey scenes are actually cool. Yeah. Um, if you remember in the Mighty Ducks movies, they're like usually at the beginning of the movie there will be a scene where they're all rollerblading around and like crazy stunts and shit happens. Like the go the one where Goldberg gets on the loose. Yeah. In the second one, <laughs> he gets this on is, the loose. This is <laughs> this is like a whole movie. <laughs> Goldberg was never on the loose yeah. anywhere. This is yeah. He's, yeah, he's just like <laughs> Goldberg. Gets no one on the loose. He just goes off on his own. No one can stop him. He's like, help me, help, help me, Charlie's help trying me. To track he's him down. spinning around. This is like a whole movie. It's very clearly a large Filipino man yeah. roller skating he's down the He's going across yeah. the highway. He's like on yeah. his legs. He's like, oh, no, there's a bridge. And then he jumps off the bridge and lands on his feet as a goalie, like 30 feet down. Just drops down. Goldberg. Yeah. Brink is like a whole movie of that sequence. I, I literally think that's why they made the movie. They're like, that Mighty Duck scene was a lot of fun. You guys just want to make a whole movie like that? They're like, yes. <laughs> All right. I would watch it, yeah. Oh, my God. Can we get the guy, kids from Mighty Ducks? Oh, no. Charlie Conway's got too big of a drug problem with being a Disney Channel original movie. I actually think the guy who played Goldberg is either dead or in prison. Like, he was in the oh, movie yeah. recently for something very – Sean uh, – I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah. But, well, that's, uh, that's yeah. All right. Anyway. Jumping ship. <laughs> <laughs> More Lawrence Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Again, all three of them – oh, no. I think this – no, this is the first one I remember them all three being in. Joey, Matt, and Andrew – um, 
they are shipwrecked on an island together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like cast away with uh, three bro- three brothers. And uh, it was okay. I mean, I don't really know if you need all three of the Lawrence brothers in this movie. Because Joey and uh, Matt are pretty similar. but uh, I don't even remember it. So Yeah. Now they get shipwrecked on an island because they're sailing. And then there's a storm. So, yeah. It was fine. <laughs> if, you it was like fine. Lor- if you like the Lawrence brothers, this is the movie for you. This is it. Yeah. Uh, man, Freddie Munez. Oh my God, he looks like it. Yeah, he looks like Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, the clown. <laughs> I'd never oh bought my. into the Freddie Munez. Like, what was his? He had Alfred another in the middle. Well, but then he was also Cody like, Banks. yeah, I never bought Agent into the Cody Banks. Yeah, I didn't give a shit about the Cody Banks stuff. So Miracle in Lane Two is underrated for sure, and we're not officially doing overrated, underrated. No. But I would give it an underrated. So it's about he plays a crippled kid. He's in a wheelchair or a physically challenged person, and he's in a wheelchair, and he gets really into soapbox racing, which is like it's uh it's uh not electric or gas powered anyway. You just sit in like a box that you construct, and then you race two people race down a hill against each other. So it's just like wood and rubber and stuff. Uh, two people going down a hill and you like crouch up in it so he can't do any physical activities right but he can sit in the box car and just like drive it down the hill so it's like a triumphant movie about this challenge you know physically challenged person who becomes uh, a champion racer and there's you know like this big scene where he's in a crash and he's in the hospital and everything so hmm. it's sort of it's like a dramedy i mean it's it's a little bit lighthearted, but there are a couple funny scenes because it deals with well, he's you know paralyzed yeah, yeah exactly from the waist down so uh, yeah, and this was Frankie Muniz at the height of uh, being Frankie Muniz. Yeah. So uh, it I, was. I yeah. don't like this because they pull him in from the outside. Because he's not a. He's not a Disney, Disney Channel, Channel original homegrown kid. Right. But he was the biggest kid star in the world. I don't so. care. Well, Disney cared. <laughs> Fuck Disney. No, but, I mean, you know what? Well, you know what? It's what I like the most about this though is soapbox derby. Like, yes. come come on! I had never heard of it. No one's probably ever heard of it since. It's actually a pretty cool sport, uh, and the movie makes it seem kind of cool and fun and interesting. The only soapbox derby I can think of is the Red Bull uh, gives you wings downhill soapbox derby, where, like, the more ridiculous you can make your thing, you get points for style, but it yeah. has to, like, hold together the entire way down, and yeah. then you go off a ramp into Red the Bull water. Flutog. Yeah, that's it. Flutog. Yeah, yeah. Yes. This is nothing like that. Oh. Well, eh, kind of. It's like the super toned down version, I guess. But yeah, so it's a. It's we a should story. make a Red Bull float flutoggy thing of Frankie Munez in this movie. <laughs> As yeah, like our car. Yes. Is him in his car. Is him in his That's car, hilarious. but like really big paper mache head version of I'm Frankie Munez. I'm telling you, that would draw a crowd. People would be like, oh, I remember that Disney movie. Yeah, he's in the car. So okay. yeah, it's a nice little movie. Done. <laughs> Thoughts from the benches proved it. Yes. There we go. Perfect. Ding, ding. Uh, Mom's got a date with a vampire. Caroline Ray from uh, Sabrina. Yes, she is. Um, Sticking with the supernatural in this one. Yes, she's Hilda in Sabrina with uh, Melissa Joan Hart, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And um, I really like this movie because, like, the, the kids think that this guy's a vampire and they're, like, trying to prove it to the mom who's, right. like, recently dating, which is another awesome trope in most of the Disney Channel original movies. It's, like, the single parent trying to date again. A lot of single parents. Yeah. yeah. And the guy who's 
the guy or the gal who's like coming into the home is like a bad person and the kids are trying to figure out why and yeah i want to i'm curious i forget who the guy who plays the vampire is now i'm looking it up real quick okay mom's got a date with a vampire well actually i don't remember the character's name so that would help i mean it's probably just Charles the, shaughnessy dimitri probably that's, that's yeah pretty, that's probably that's a pretty vampire name oh he was in Mad Men as saint john do you know who that is Oh, now I have to look it up. All right. Mom's got a date with a vampire. Met a girl. Christmas Prince. Yeah, he's doing a lot of TV movies. Name Gabriella. Like. All right. Uh, what's his Masters name? Of sex. Uh, the guy who I plays Dimitri, I think, is Charles Shaughnessy. That has to be the vampire. Charles Shaughnessy. Is a madman as who? I don't know. St. John, it said. St. John. St. John Powell. Man. But I don't know who that is because I do not watch Mad Men. Yeah, there you go. Oh, he's uh, season one. he's uh, the Lucky Strike. Okay. Representative. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't like him in that either. <laughs> All right. Motocrossed. This is there's the dirt bike one, not the Brie Larson one that I was talking this about is earlier. This awesome. Is if I'm correct, and yes. I don't know if I am, but is. So the girl on the right in the top right, yeah. Andy, is yeah. the character's name. Yeah. She ha like has to cut her hair and pretend to be a boy to motocross. Correct. Okay. Because her brother breaks his leg. That's right, and she takes his place. She takes his place, and the guy in the upper left is like the bad guy that she's racing against who's actually like in love with her. That's mm -hmm. great. It's great. Um, gender conformity be damned. Uh, motocross is awesome. Um, I have to look up the guy who plays the brother now because he looks super familiar. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know why. Well, um, it's kind of cool too, Trevor because like, it's, it's kind of like the mom wants her to be in dresses and stuff. And she's always in the shop with dad, you know, okay. fixing up the motorcycle. Right. And, and she understands it better than her brother, but there's no girls division in motocross. And then like they build a girls division after. So yeah. Nice. Well, a little ahead of its time then. Yeah, nice. definitely. Yeah, that yeah, was a fun one. And again, motocross, right? This is a, a right. sport that you don't see a ton of. They nope. went outside the box on so many of these. They just didn't do football and baseball and all that stuff. You have soapbox. You have motocross. You have drag racing. Like You have all kinds of different areas, right? Right. Which, and, and at the time, it probably sounded goofy when they're sitting around a table like, yeah, do, uh, I don't know, dirt bike racing or something. Right. You know? But they actually, like, it made them unique. Is what it did. It did. It, it made them memorable in your brain. You're like, is Brink about skateboarding? No. Brink is about rollerblading, yeah. my Extreme friend. Extreme inline. One of your favorites. Thank you, By the Wayside Coffee, our great sponsor. Uh, by the Wayside Coffee, Pittsburgh uh, coffee food truck. Uh, they go all around the, the greater Pittsburgh area delivering delicious coffees all around the area. You should check them out. Behind, right on track. Well, guess what, Well, Abby? speaking of... Speak of the devil. There it is. Yeah, right on track. Now, there's my girl, Brie Larson. And Beverly Mitchell. Uh, that was the girl's name. That's right. I was trying to think who that was. But, yeah, so this is the this is actually – what did I think it was? This is the motocross one? No, this, no, is, this like is, the, is the drag racing one. Yep, this is drag racing. Uh, they live their – or they're living their dreams at 80 miles an hour is what the tagline is, which is incredible. Yeah. Uh, um, did you ever see right on track? No. Or no? Oh, no, okay. No, no, yeah, no, no. It's no. fun. But and again, the whole thing is like, let's do drag racing. Right. Okay. Sure. Um, they like things that isolate families outside of the home. Yeah. Motocross really does that. Right on track does that. Um, 
except for the probably the best Disney Channel original movie if you polled a, a large group of people. Uh, all the rest of them take large place outside of the house um, and are, you know, in all these bizarre locations that you would not normally interact as a high school, average high school kid. Um, yeah. Beverly Mitchell, I'm looking up just so I can see uh, what else she was in because that's a name that I know, right? So right on track, she was in 2003. She played Erica Enders uh, with Brie Larson in that. She was in Saw 2. Oh, she was in Seventh Heaven, as which mm, I've never seen. Yes. I don't know why I said that. Yes. Like, oh, she's no, no, because I, uh, I never saw Seventh Heaven either, but I always had to sit through those commercials because yeah. they were on for Boy Meets World, and I remember being like, oh, that girl's cute. Lucy Camden is her name. She was in 242 episodes of that. There you go. So that's – yeah, that was her big thing. All right. So. Uh, next one, Abby, I bet, is also one of your favorites because it's one of mine. Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sister. Cheetah Girl. Oh, and Raven Simone, of course. Yep. One of her uh, 50 Disney movies that she was in, uh, and her TV show, of course. But you, so you, you were talking about the Cheetah Girls as being what, like the first musical? Movie, yeah, right? it's the first one where like there's you know lip syncing and and you know the whole thing's based around you know them being uh in a band or something like a band that kind of thing. Um, it's okay as far as like the overall movie goes. Um, but it does have a lot of like, it's the first step from like, we shot this on a VHS <laughs> to like, Oh, this is, this looks like a movie you would see in theaters, mm -hmm. which is very much how camp rock and high school musical are. Um, so it was a bit of a departure from, I think it was the beginning of the end. Uh, yes, I love every musical. Um, it was kind of the beginning of the end of that, that core, you know, bubble of Disney Channel original movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I remember this one in like, you know, I'll be honest, this isn't really like back in the day. I wouldn't have been like, yeah, I can't wait for the Cheetah Girls to come on, right? Like, I'm, I'm more like, yeah, let's wait, let's watch Brink or whatever, right. you know. But I actually, I like this one. Like, it had good music. Yes, it had a pretty decent story. Like the costumes and everything, it was very glamorous. Yeah, or, or maybe not glamorous. Well, yeah, because they're like was, in New York City and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's big. like you know this young, yeah, up and coming like big pop act so yeah i remember i think they did how many cheetah girls did they do two two at least yeah at least maybe two. more yeah so i actually enjoyed the cheetah girls for what it was yeah wasn't bad uh the next one this one you liked i think the right other me i do like the other me yeah again we're going back to the lawrence bros this is andrew lawrence in this one where he plays uh he's overwhelmed in high school so he creates a clone of himself to like go and do all his work for him and uh the kid ends Here's up Here's one being, of the dance scenes that we were talking yeah, about. The kid ends up being like the most popular guy in the world. He loves pizza and he does all kinds of crazy dances. He's really like freewheeling and fun loving and he's very charismatic. So um, he, then the clone who originally is like just listening to everything Andrew Lawrence says and doing everything he tells him, then he starts questioning that and he's like, well, no, I want to do this. Or, you know, like he just becomes like his own unique person. And then at the end, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, they both are, like, they both keep living together with their parents. They're like, hey, look, there's another me. Um, but, yeah, so it's... <laughs> hey, Mom and Dad, here's another 14-year-old yeah. you have to now Surprise! take care of. What's up? Yeah, there's two of me. Three Cheetah Girl movies, Abby says. Okay, I don't remember the third one, but I yeah. remember the second one. Um, so, yeah, the other me, uh, it's just uh, another goofy idea that they took it and ran with it and was uh, ended up being pretty fun. Um, this next one, probably the goofiest idea of all of them. Yeah, the 13th year. So, 
Yeah, Cody on his 13th birthday, he starts turning into a mermaid. And uh, as you can see, like from the legs up, uh, which is definitely maybe the most out there idea of all of the Disney Channel movies they had. But uh, it's also one of the earlier ones. Yeah. It's like the first five that was created. Yeah. And then they hit like the golden streak of Brink, one that we'll get to later. Um, Luck of the Irish, like all the all the Johnny Tsunami, all those kind of come out after this one. They're like, we're not quite sure what we're doing yet. Oh, got it now. Right. Yeah. So he's like the popular kid at school. He's part mm -hmm. of the swim team. And then he turns 13. And I can't remember if it was like his mom was a mermaid or something. There was a reason he started turning into a mermaid, which it, looking back, you know, it doesn't make any sense. But I remember him saving someone at the end because he like they're drowning and he swims up to them, and saves them. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it's it's not one I would want to go back, but it certainly is has its own place as one of the early canon of the Disney yes. Channel movies. Yes. Okay. The ultimate Christmas present. You have not, I have seen, not this. seen this one. Okay. I like this one a lot, actually. Or I did like it a lot. Is that beans in the middle? No, it's not. Uh. Beans. But that kind of looks like JB Smooth, and I don't think that's correct. But uh, this cast, I don't know if anyone really, like, well-known at all was in this cast. But it was really – it was a good story. I mean, it was a good story. But Two dads in lederhosen <laughs> buy their daughter's sleds and Beans is on a skateboard. Yeah, it's like these two girls uh, steal Santa's weather machine so they can have a white Christmas in California. Oh, my God. And now goes, I know what this is. It spins out of control. Yes. And then there's a blizzard. Yes. So their dad can't get back. And then they have to, like, I fix the weather machine. Now. Yeah, this was a super charming little movie. Yeah, okay. This one was good. Yeah, I this, remember I mean, this. This. this was one of the few Christmas movies that it was on, like, every day in December. Right, right, right. So, yeah, the ultimate Christmas present, I actually liked it a lot. Uh, this one, starring Brian Cranston, Twas the Night. I don't think either of us saw this one. I don't remember Twas the Night at all. I just love that Brian Cranston is so freaking young in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Full on ginger with the goatee. He's and like everything. 30 something here. He's not quite dad old enough yet, but yeah. he never hit it as a younger actor. I don't remember actor. the plot. I just remember that he has to become Santa. And well, I there you go. I can't remember why, but hence why he's him and his family are delivering presents in yeah. the poster. Yeah. That's Brenda's song. Brenda's oh, song. Brenda's song. Brenda's song, the MVP. Boom. There she um, is. Disney Channel original movies. I'm telling you, she's like the best friend in every movie. I believe you. You know, get a clue. She's in this. She's in. It's like Brenda Song is the unsung hero of the Disney Channel uh, cinematic universe. Um, This next one, one of our favorites. And I remember the promotional one for this one as well. Xenon, girl of the 21st century. I don't know. I'd say it's one of my favorites. But no? there's something about Xenon that's just like iconic. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what it is. But, um, yeah, and it's so funny because this movie was, like, a real uh, predecessor of what was to come, like, in the 21st century. It was actually in terms of, like, you know, iPads yeah. and technology yep. and, like, things like that. It, it actually got pretty close. Predicted things pretty well for being made, you know, like, 20 years ago. Almost like Disney's part of the Illuminati. And they knew what was coming. Well, I don't know where you're going with I'm that I'm just one, taking though. this show off the rails <laughs> today. Uh, Xenon 2, I think, was pretty good, too. 
Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah, they came out pretty close to each other, if I remember, like back-to-back almost. Um, Raven Simone yep, again. Very and young Raven Simone. She was all that. That was she. They're like, let's get her in as yep. many things as we can. Like that's so Raven was just booming. She was coming off the Cosby Show mm-hmm. as Rudy and was uh, a really big, was going to be huge, kind of actress. And like when she kind of jutted out on her own, just kind of pittered into nothing. Pit, she she did what? She petered, <laughs> pittered. Peter nothing. nothing. Xenon came out in 99. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. her She lives on the space station. Yep. And then gets sent down to Earth. Yep. That's what it is. Awesome. Yeah. Um, But if Disney Channel original movies, if you polled 100 millennials, and you said, what is the best Disney Channel original movie? This would be number one. Uh, hey, Pat. How about activating some kick-butt video screens? Sure, Dan. How's this? Oh, yeah. Look at the flipped hair. Dude, it's the best. The Smart house. Clothes. Look at... Oh, the, the shirt gets me every time. Um, This is Smart House. Uh, this is probably the most iconic of all of the Disney Channel original movies. Um... Katie Seagal in the poster. She's like, we're number one. We're number Don't one. Don't even think about saying anyone else is number one. And, By the way, uh, uh, I yeah. know you, you never watched Sons of Anarchy, right? No. It's so crazy because the the person who plays Pat in Smart House, the wife uh, or the mother, I should say, like the, the AI mother, yeah. plays Gemma Teller in Sons of Anarchy, who is just like the total opposite of this like i can't even describe it to you if you anyone who's seen sons of anarchy knows uh, that that's that this is Gemma teller i mean and, and it's it's justin i can't believe when i went back and read that i don't think that is the character she is well known for what that's leela in futurama yeah that's true she's the voice that's of the character that she's known for leela's the smart house that's like the like you're drunk at the bar and like you're like talking to your friend you're like oh yeah i like futurama and they're like you know that Leela's the mom in Smart House? And they're like, what? Leela's yeah. the mom in Smart House? That's the same with Sons of Anarchy. You're like, that's Gemma? Like, no, no way. nobody cares oh, yeah. that much about – it gives me nightmares, says <laughs> Abby. Um, it's definitely – like, when you first – like, I remember – like, so I rewatched this one because, uh, obviously, uh, you had to rewatch Brink and Smart House. Um as I'm rewatching, I'm like, this is really cool. Like, this is still cool. Like, you know, they're getting waken up by the Disney Symphony Orchestra or a half court shot. Like, she's making smoothies and breakfast for everybody. Like, and then it gets dark quick. It turns <laughs> on a dime. Yeah. And then she's like, got them locked in the house and she's like throwing oranges at them and doing all this crazy shit. And she's like, made herself a fucking like human and now she's like running around the house with like seven of her right and they have to like trick her into something and then like the lady they have to bring who did... her designer in to like yeah like they have to get her into the control room but mm-hmm. the only reason that she's not working properly is because uh What's his fucking name? Ryan Mirman. Uh, Merriman got in there and like fucked around with the controls because he's really good with computers. And like, you know what? I'm kind of jealous of Ryan Merriman. Not because my wife said that she would lose his lucky coin for him, but he gets to be the cool jock and the computer nerd. Like, that's cool. Yeah. He gets to be both. And he's 
a, like and a leprechaun in one of, like I it's just not fair. Yeah. I mean, this was not only does, did every kid want to live in this house, right? right. Like it was the inspector gadget of houses. Right. Like it just did everything for you. It had all this cool technology. Like there the party scene that they show, right? Right. It's like the floors just suck up all the garbage yep. and it's like it makes no sense really, but it's just it this house literally does everything and then the AI in the house comes to life and becomes sentient and then like becomes you know a little bit crazy like you said it does get a little bit dark which is uh, a good way to put it but but yeah it's just i think the house itself is so cool uh and every teenager wanted it right and how did they get it in the movie didn't they win it he wins it in a contest yeah, yeah because his mom has passed away and he the ryan Merriman character is like doing all the motherly things he's doing the laundry he's cooking he's taking care of the family because the dad is like very busy trying mm -hmm. to just keep them above water and so he keeps entering this contest to win this house and it's going to solve all their problems and the whole the whole reason he wants this house is because they're a perfect unit of three they don't need a mom because he's so still attached to his mother that he doesn't want a new female in his life ends up becoming the person who designed the house yada 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 um Ryan Merriman was the cool kid that I always wanted to be. Like, he embodied the kids in elementary school in, like, you know, very, very junior high school. Yeah. That I, I like, every time I see him in a movie, I'm like, this is the coolest guy ever. He's got the look. <laughs> he's got the hair. Yes. He's yes. got the clothes. He's got everything. And that's why the dance scene always stands out to me. I'm just yeah. like, these, these are the... This is like the height of the cool kids, right? Right, These right. good-looking guys about to throw a rager in, like, the seventh grade, right, you know? And right. they got the super swanky house playing all the – they're dancing together. Yep. It was just like this is the height of coolness right now. Right. And I think that's part of why this movie sticks out to me, and among other Ryan Merriman movies and among other Disney Channel original movies. But, yeah, I mean, most people, if you pulled them, would say that's smart house. This one also, though, has – the unsung hero. If Brenda's song is the forgotten one, Katie Volding is the perfect bratty little sister. She's the bratty little sister in this. She's the bratty little sister in Brink. Um, she's in a bunch of other Disney stuff as just the bratty little sister. Like, that's her role. She kills it. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about her being older than we are? Like, does that feel weird at all? She's born uh, in 1989. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because they were make like they made this movie in '97, yeah. So that late '90s corridor into two th early 2000s, man. Yep. that's the golden era of Disney, right there. It really TV is. TV and movies alike. Yep, agreed. Um, yeah. Are you are you? Let's do a favorite. Is your favorite Usain Smart House? Mine's got to be Brink. Um, Yours is Brink. Yeah, as as you are, man. Ryan Merriman is the coolest dude. I am that way with Brink. Um, like literally, I was a thirty year old man sitting on my couch, grinning ear to ear. Kept turning to my wife, going, "Brink's really cool. Yeah. Like he's the coolest. He's the best." Um, so I I think I'm a I'm a Brink guy through and through. Um. Brink also has a lot of Goldfinger in it, the band Goldfinger, um, and has a better overall soundtrack, I think, in general. Um, so, uh, yeah, for Val being, like, literally the Mighty Ducks reject and Brink, and, like, I mean, the whole thing is just a, it's a plus for me. Nice. Yeah. Top three, I'd go probably S Smart House, Brink, and I don't want to say Johnny Tsunami, but that might be a top three. I think my top three is, is Brink, Smart House, and Cadet Kelly. Nice. Cadet Kelly was awesome because it, it was the powerhouses of the Disney Channel toe-to-toe -to -toe in a movie. It was really cool. 
Um, and I loved both of them, Christy Carlson Romano and uh, Hilary Duff. I had giant crushes on as a kid. Yeah. So I'll throw Genius in there, probably more than Johnny Tsunami. There you go. Emmy the Rossum. hockey movie. Yeah, Emmy Rossum was seen. my girl for there a minute go. there. Yeah, the hockey movie, you got to watch it. All right. Uh, that wraps up thoughts from the movies this week. Disney Channel original movies. Um, yeah, just fucking decoms. They're still out there. Yeah, they are out there if you guys can find them. There's so much fun to, to, like we said, take a trip down memory lane and mm-hmm. just relive some of those great Friday nights as a kid. Uh, and there are so many that we didn't list here that you guys have probably forgotten about and, and love. So it's definitely worth uh, a Google sesh in a, in a Saturday. Or Disney+. Plus. Are they, they're all on Disney+. Plus. I they think. are all on yeah. Disney+, Plus, with the exception of Unwrapped and Northern Lights, the first two. Oof. Yeah. All the other hundred and something. You're going to have to find those on VHS if you want to watch them for $100 on eBay. Worth it. Yeah, probably. Um, All right. That concludes us from the movies. We will see you right back here tomorrow at 6 p.m. for (laughs) two beers deep. Um, It is middle of football craziness. Lev Bell got cut by the Jets. Is he coming back to the Steelers? God, I hope not. Are we for real? Can we beat the Browns? Also, Major League Baseball playoffs, both series in the um, division or the conference round. I don't remember. CS, championships. Yes, we're in the championship rounds. Both games went to 3-0. and We pretty much know right now that it's going to be the Rays, not the Dodgers. Who are the Dodgers playing? Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, it's Rays and Braves. Um pretty much guaranteed at this point we'll talk about that braun won his fourth championship Derek's all wound up about that it's going to be a great show uh we're also bringing on uh the head brewer at cinderlands so we'll be talking a lot of beer stuff too uh so we'll see you right back here tomorrow at six and then we'll see you sunday for boondock bangerang at 10 for all your fantasy football advice do you keep Lev bell do you drop Lev bell it's going to be great questions also the mitch money line uh, Justin, watch the Mitch Money line unfold on Sunday, and we were damn close. Yeah, one away, I think, right? Indy, yep, Indiana one away. So uh, keep keep uh, keep tuning in for that. Uh, anything else? No. Go watch all the Disney <laughs> Channel right. movies on Disney Plus. Totally <laughs> worth it. No, <laughs> Disney Channel original movies rock. See you guys next week.